Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only Anna Kelly. Hi, Anna. Hi, Michael. Good to see you today. Uh, I'm going to ask you to do some coaching, right? We're going to put a fictitious person in front of you. Uh, you know, maybe they're uh, maybe they're in the 30s, maybe they're in the 40s. You know, it, it doesn't. The age doesn't matter. What they have, what they've figured out is, you know what? I need to get a rental property. Um, you know, they have a job, they're employed, so they have a little bit of savings. You know, all of that. So they're yes. they're in a position where they could write it off. Let's 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 kind of paint that picture. Okay. But they come to you, they sit down, they got some coaching, and they're like, "I'm scared, I'm nervous, the economy is crazy. I mean, what, what, am I a fool to do this? How do you how do you kind of talk to that person who had who can write a check to a down payment?" but is so nervous with just everything going on in the economy. What do you, what do you say? What do you ask? Let's have a quick psychology session. Sure. Absolutely. I love this. I, I, I love helping people in this exact situation. Right. And so what I kind of do different than I guess some real estate investors is I really kind of go back to my days at AI at Bank of America and back in the 1990s and I was in private banking. And so we always start with what are your financial goals and what is your timeline? Right. It's the most important you can, question you can ask yourself. So every single investor is starting from a different place of what they really need in the next five years and then what they really want you know, into the future. And so I'm going to say, what's your primary financial goals? And that should fall into one of three things, Michael. It should be either additional income quickly over the next five years, let's say, or it should say, you know what? I love my job. I'm not planning on leaving my job. I just want some appreciation to boost my retirement income, right? That's growth or appreciation as a financial goal. And then the third one is asset preservation, right? And it's, I, I've got a great job. I've got all the income I need. I'm up for some upside, but right now I'm so nervous about the economy. I just want to preserve what I have. I want to stop the bleeding in the stock market. I have people coming to me with that right now, right? Yeah. And I just want a safe place to park some money that's going to weather this economic uncertainty if it has some income or growth, great. But if it doesn't, I just don't want to lose money, right? Yeah. So I start out and say, where are you on that continuum? We all want a little bit of all of it. But in every phase of an investor's uh, lifestyle and lifetime, one of those things takes precedence. So that's absolutely the first question that I ask. Awesome. So I'm going to give a shot of an answer. and We're going to go one level deeper. Let's assume it's kind of who I was when I started this journey. I, I you know, I love my job, or I, at least at that point, I think I liked my job. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking to have a better retirement. I don't trust the stock market. I, you know, I'm not an athlete. I'm not, I, I don't see a big liquidity event in my future. I, okay. I see paying my bills. Uh, I live below my means. So I'm, I'm saving a little bit. I have a 401k. I get the company match. I'm doing all the right things, yes. but I don't think it's going to be enough or I want it to be better. Yes. Um, so let's, so that's who I am. Awesome. So you're really looking for appreciation over the, over time for your retirement days and you're okay today. So I'm going to say the first thing, because of where we are in the economy specifically today, I want you to make sure that you have liquid either in a checking or savings account or in or even a 401k loan available to you. That would be okay, right? For six months of your living expenses. So that in the event that the recession gets deeper, worse, you are laid off from your job, right? You have the ability to weather and live at your current lifestyle for six months. So I would say, keep that money aside. Do not use that to invest in a down payment. So okay. that's the first thing. The next thing is, okay, how much do you have left that you can use to go invest in property? 
not only left that's liquid, but how much do you have available to you in 401k loans, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. How much money do you have available to you in equity in your home? And I am not a huge proponent of using home equity um, unless you kind of know what you're doing and mm -hmm. you're investing in a pretty safe asset, right? Yeah. And what I mean by safe asset, it's what you and I talk about all the time on the show, is you want to buy, let's say you're buying your first rental property and it's a single family, maybe up to a four unit apartment building, I'd say for your first investment. You want to make sure that you're buying an asset in an, in an area that's recession resilient. If you're going to take money from your home, it needs to be a really safe, lower risk investment, which means your return is going to be a little bit lower, right? But one that you can't do much wrong with, right? So you buy a single family house in Fresno where you've got good jobs, you've got low supply and lots of demand for rental property, you basically have you know, a robust economy, you wanna invest in an area like that. You wanna invest in an at least an average to above average price range home where your renters have above average incomes and they can afford to keep paying you if you have a recession. And so I'd look at what's the price range of those types of properties. Is it 300,000? Is it 400,000? And do you have enough to put 20% down and closing costs and have at least three months expenses set aside in cash when you're done with that purchase in case it takes you a while to fill it or your tenants don't pay? I love everything. I agree 100% with everything you said, uh, kind of two little tweaks. I would probably want them to do 25% down. Just again, talking to mortgage brokers, that extra 5% really does get you a better rate, right? And if we're going to talk to somebody just starting out, let's, let's, I, I want to see, I mean, maybe 20% is the right answer, but I'm going to test them, right? Could you do 25%? Sure. Everything else. Uh, and then, yeah, I love that equity. Um, I actually tell most people, right? Certainly starting out that that's, you know, sure, you can have an equity line on your house as an emergency. Uh, but I'm not going to let you touch it, right? That's most people starting out want to use their home equity, and that scares me to death. It's like yeah. you're you're going to walk into a casino, pull out a credit card, and throw it on the you know roulette wheel. That's what we're talking about doing, yeah. really. Let's and that's why if you're going to take your home equity, it should really be a turnkey property, oh, meaning yeah. you buy it, you turn the key, it's rent ready, you put a tenant in. You're not going to have major expenses. You're not going to have to do a major rehab that you don't know how to do. Like mm -hmm. it's really. It's just a, you buy it, you put it with a third-party property management company that has a good reputation and good experience, and you really make it totally passive yeah. so that you can sleep at night and you don't have to learn and make financial mistakes that are going to hurt your investment. So it has to be turnkey. Or the other option, Michael, the other thing that I ask people after you look at kind of what your financial goals are is... What is the lifestyle that you want to live, right? Ah, Do you go. need to be an active investor or should yeah. you be a passive investor? Now, if you want to be passive, you can do it one of two ways. You invest in a syndication, right? Mm -hmm. With a really good experienced syndicator, or you buy your own property, which I would recommend first if you don't have anything, but you do put it with a property manager. If you say, you know what, I'm so handy. I love to do rehabs. That's what I really want to do. I'm in the, the construction trade then maybe you buy one that you need to put a little work into, but just don't do that with home equity or with a 401k loan, unless you really have a lot of experience. So be honest with yourself about what it is that you really want and don't try to become really active and self-manage and self-renovate unless you really have the time that it's not going to create you stress. You're better off with your first one, just, just making it passive turnkey with a property manager. 
Yeah, I, I really do think, I think a lot of people rush to use home equity and 401k loans. For me, it's it's all about focus and daily discipline, right? You, you shouldn't be writing an offer until you know what an average deal is in your market. I, I still remember, you know, when you do this for a while, like you do, you get a lot of people coming to you saying, hey, Anna, can I take you to coffee, take you to lunch? Where, where do you invest? I'm going to invest there too. I remember talking to somebody, I think I put this in my first book. They talked they talked to Olive and I over dinner. Then they drove down to Fresno one weekend, which we didn't know about. So we didn't connect them with our people. Um, they came back and we talked to them on Monday. They're like, we saw three properties and we wrote two offers. I'm like, what? <laughs> we're, we're gambling now? I mean, how do you know that that's okay? That People sometimes are in such a rush and Sometimes when you have the access to 401k or an equity loan, it's like money, money burns a hole in your pocket. No folks, this is, this is do the work, learn average. It's, it takes time for everybody. It's that, that really, that, that kind of situation freaks me out. Yeah, it really does. And and you have to, you have to not only learn average, but you have to really study that local market. And right now there are markets that are significantly overvalued that do oh, I agree. some risk of prices coming down. And so if you're jumping in just now, you are jumping in at, at a time that prices are very high. Um, they may be fine and stable in the area that you're in, but if you're Maybe. in certain markets that are significantly overvalued, meaning that the payment on that property doesn't support rental income and a profit, no. um, the payment on that property isn't supported by the wages that underlie that economy, mm -hmm. then those values could actually come down. And so I don't want you using home equity on properties that could yeah. have valuations come down um, you're really better off being in a, in a market that you've studied and you know that there's way more demand for rental housing than there is supply and that you've done a little bit of research on, on the market. There's a great report that continues to be updated on fortune.com mm -hmm. um, and it's put out by a Florida university who studies all the real estate um, stats mm -hmm. and they basically show every major market and how overvalued quote unquote yeah. it is based on the fundamentals of the wages down below and how likely they are to see price decreases because of the overvaluation and because of more supply now than demand, I'd start looking at those reports and kind of get to know a market and see how stable that market is before you decide to go invest there. I love it. This is such great advice. Again, I love how you started, right? What are your goals? What are your timelines? You know, what, where, where are we starting at? These are all just wonderful things. And that's why you're such an excellent coach. Where can people find you? Great. You can find me on my website at reimom.com. If you're interested in my coaching or mastermind, you can find me at greaterpurposecapital.com. If you're interested in passive investments and multifamily projects where we make an impact on our residents and you can find me anywhere on social media at Anna Kelly, REI mom. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.